0: Hey, ondas primos y primas, and welcome back to my primos podcast. My name is Freddy. With me tonight is my primo and yours, the man with many names. Maybe he'll pick one. El Chicume, El Siete. Ampersand. Say what's up, Walter. Hello. I Give you an that, intro. I give you like, it. give
1: me so much energy. Like, okay, I will, it. I will, I will pass on that energy to Kevin. He's really
2: fancy because of his bow tie.
1: Yeah, my, oh, that's yeah, my true, man. You guys yeah. missed it. Which
0: hey, for the for the video on demand, we're gonna make sure you put the the bow tie on that one. Ah, there yeah. it is. There you oh, go. The man He's with a, the bow tie, Mr. Chikin, everybody.
3: Daughter's a uh, Minnie Mouse headphones. He's yeah. wearing them mm-hmm. upside down, so it makes a nice spotted bow tie. Right? Mm-hmm. Bow tie. Yeah, no, nope, but of course here,
0: of course, I'm and again, we the head. voices you hear, as always, when the trio, the troublesome trio here, Mr. Kevin Garcia, Mr. Kevin Garcia dot mono Mr. Kevin,
3: say what's up. What's up? Hey, guys. Up? Uh, it's good to be here back from San Diego. You survived. As far as I know. <laughs> You're here. I, I, can't, and, I can't do that. I only know that I'm here because I believe that I'm here. But what I believe may be wrong.
0: Wouldn't it be some shit if it's just like the ethereal version of, of Kevin? Just that whole, that whole energy of him being very good at keeping commitments and being a host. And that he's just his spirit is just here to finish it off. You know, That's so a deep dream right.
3: that I'm having while I'm in a coma right now. Maybe, that's but if the... that's the case,
0: we wouldn't have Rolo with us. Hey, Five meats. There up? he is, everybody. That's I presumptuous of you to assume
3: I wouldn't dream of him.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say that that's probably why my my mic was all staticky and weird right now because that uh, Kevin Garcia's just his energy was coming through his all EMP. the electronics. Yeah, it has to keep up, man. So. Going all I all watch Frequency.
0: Place. Dennis Quaid, yeah, love you know. that fucking movie. It's one of my true favorite you know. movies. I get a little teary eye when I watch that movie all the time. Frequency, because it's, you know?
2: because it's Dennis Quaid.
0: Dennis Quaid, dude, he's he's awesome so, in everything.
1: So we got the other half. minus the other half now.
2: True, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> we couldn't
0: have Mister Oscar
3: with us. But you can't, think,
2: uh, you, can't you can't have both. us in the same place on the no. internet, man.
3: It will oh. blow up. Speaking of which, Rolo and his other half. You guys just announced at San Diego your new comic book deal with Chispa Comics. Yes. Five, yes, yeah. Chispa Comics part of now the umbrella of Scout Comics. What came out this
2: weekend? Uh, this weekend we debuted our Mashbone and Grifty number one comic. Um, yeah, two different versions of it. Uh, we had our. I wish I had yes. the copies right now, but um, I'm I'm uh, still here at work um but uh <laughs> but no yeah we debuted at mash and grifty number one it's a 24 page uh preview floppy um we had two different covers one of them the standard cover and the other a variant cover drawn by the incomparable jay gonzo which was freaking insane looking a metallic um, cover met- too on a metallic cover yeah it, looked, it was how do i get so my hands shiny on that? Uh, you go back in time to San Diego yeah. Comic Con. exclusively. you know some shit. One of I literally, covers. Fuck.
0: <laughs> I dropped hints like, Kevin, if you happen to be at San Diego Comic Con, you know, Oscar, <laughs> if someone we know could happen to put one aside, you know, and he's like, I don't know, man, maybe on a website, on like, <laughs> you know, Check whatever. You yeah,
2: they they were actually auctioning them on uh uh signed actually on uh, on whatnot. Uh, which is pretty cool. They were doing that throughout uh, the convention uh, with with several of the other titles, man. Um, we were there in pretty good company with some other creators., uh, they also had their their number ones out there too. Uh, doing signings and all that. Uh, so, what'd it go I, for,
0: man? What's the highest that uh, one of your signed copies? That before?
2: I'm not sure. I didn't even want to look at that, man. So I'd be like, hey, man, give me some gas money, guys. No, but but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure. There. I tried okay. to I tried to look it up after the fact to see if I could uh, like maybe I don't know if uh, I just started messing with whatnot, so I don't really know if they yeah. keep like old recordings. Is that stuff. considered um, insider
1: trading? <laughs>
0: <Right? laughs> kind of pump up your, your value. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Hello, take, does
2: take, take me to <laughs> take me to Club Fed for comics. We can do it. There you maybe go. I in a few months no but uh but yeah we debuted the comic um it was freaking great um definitely the highest achievement so far of our Mm -hmm. careers so far um it was just like all in all it was an incredible experience but yeah just seeing it there on the uh on the shelf just at comic con in the big old scout scout comics booth um it was yeah just indescribable man it was just a really proud moment uh we've been working on this thing forever it seems like um, in the last four years is when we really like got really into the scene. Um, and just based off the support that we got there to be there at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, was just awesome. Just really, really cool. Um, we did a signing as well. Uh, that was on Friday, um, myself, Oscar and, and uh, Jay Gonzo. Um, well, the first person that bought, uh, one of the, um, the metal cover variants, uh, she got the number one of 100. Uh, so we got a picture of her, put it on our Instagram and everything. Uh, we signed it. Uh, CGC came through and like verified it, which is pretty cool. Um, and uh, cool. yeah, it was yeah, it was, it was it was really really nice, man. It was uh, just shout out to uh, to the folks at Scout um, and of course to uh, Hector Rodriguez and David Bowles for putting the vision of Chispa together, man. Because uh, we we absolutely would not have been here right now uh, without them, without them doing what they did.
0: Awesome, Rolo. I'm so pumped for you guys. I know Oscar can't be with us today, but you're you're gonna take up his uh his vibe, his energy, and just just I'm mean, happy for you guys. I really am. I'm glad that scouts really is just behind you guys. Chispa, Hector, and David also, which I got to get them on the show. Uh, it's yeah. been a long time since so I haven't had, but I've never had David on the show, so I got to try to see if I can earn the right. You know what yeah. I mean? To to get in the ring with that gentleman. But uh, I've read the read the stuff. I'm a fan, uh, Hector. You know, he's pumping iron now. I think he looks like a peso hero. So he's yeah, like,
1: starting I
3: think, to. <laughs> I
1: think he's trying to cast himself as El peso
0: He's hero. like,
3: man, give I'm not time worried about building it. Yeah. Oh man,
0: he's he's just toning up, man, Hector. So hey, if we can have you on the show, man, give us some some diet tips. i need to get like beach body ready. I'm just doughy. Hi, <laughs> beach
3: ball ready. <laughs> <Does that> Check out
0: <laughs> beach beach ball ready. There you yeah, totally. there you go.
3: I'm it barbecue works. ready.
0: I'm barbecue ready all day. Hell yeah. Well, Primos, just uh, of course, you can follow Rolo and Oscar, of course, at Five Meets Comics. Of course, follow Chispa and Scout Comics as well. Don't forget about KevinGarcia.com. And of course, your Primos here at My Primos Podcast. Remember, this show is free to you. All it costs you is a like, a share, and just chime in, guys. Remember, we do have uh, links where you can go ahead and chime in with us. We have a voicemail that no one's used, surprisingly. Hmm. You say you hit like, you like things, sure. you say you don't like things? Walter wants an argument. He wants to hear some vitriol. I'm going to so start I'm... leaving angry messages.
3: Dude, please. I'm I, want to, I want the
0: weekly check-in by, from Rolo. <laughs> angry
3: messages on their TikTok videos, because they put TikTok clips up, and you could be like, no, man. no." This I want Rolo true. to just this fucking go nuts. Work, I'll do it. Yeah, that's cool. do it.
0: Just do it. I'll just be like you look like Chikume on episode forty five. You know you said <laughs> dude, I want you to be the actually guy and just <laughs> fuck with them. <laughs>
1: I, I I like a. I like one oh. comment that I like a comment that said uh I interrupted Kevin, and he's like, Beat, shut shut up, and let Kevin stop. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, somebody's got to stop what? this fucking train. <laughs> oh, God.
3: What? Next, you're going to tell me that I haven't <laughs> seen to rap. Too long. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I hey, that was set in, That was said in
0: privacy. <laughs> that wasn't meant for public consumption, Kevin. I'm sorry if you're still upset
3: about it.
0: It's okay, man. It's all right. So you guys no, got in when? You guys got this. in as of, as of recording. You guys got in last night?
3: Oh yeah well flew in yeah last night late last
0: night. Damn, so you guys spent the weekend out there. So let's just talk fa- fanboy right now. San Diego Comic Con, you're there. Rolo, it's your first time being out there.
2: Yes. Yeah. It so was, you
0: man. walking being there, like the big old show, like not only being a part of it, right?
3: Having but a just, panel in your honor.
0: That that's huge, dude. Like uh, un altar, so.
1: to
0: your uh, creation. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, I told Rollo, I'm hashtag Team Rollo, you know, I'm all about yeah. that. So, <clears> I need
2: to, I still need to show Oscar that message. That shit was hilarious. There it
1: is,
3: it's funny. Yeah.
1: Was, this no, first, but, um, was this the first one back from COVID? No, right?
3: Or uh, no, uh, they had a special edition in November. I was at that one, uh, at a, at a panel there. But,
1: but in the scheme of things, this, this is the first big one, this yeah. Is yeah the first so, full okay. uh, SDC was the energy any different? Like, um,
3: yeah, yeah I was there in years past. Uh, I would say it's a it was a little bit smaller but but you have to understand when you're talking about 200,000 people a little bit smaller is not that much mm-hmm. it's only people that have been several years like I have where you notice it like one of the comments I heard from a lot of people is that there wasn't as much cosplay as they usually see um, and all I can think of is that a lot of people who spend you know months and months and months building their costumes may have gotten sick right
1: supplies yeah. too. supplies like that's true shortages of supplies,
2: of of supplies. costs and everything yeah, yeah
3: yeah so we so are, it, it was a little right? bit smaller than past years uh like definitely a small bit smaller than the last year i went but that's only in the grand scheme of things because if you go there like rollo would you describe that as a small event oh hell no
2: <laughs> not at all that uh yeah when we walked in man uh that shit was overwhelming did um, it take your
0: like oh shit like the like i don't know man i feel like if especially when i'm gonna have a table and be out there like what was that feeling like man you know
2: honestly as far as as far as that feeling whenever you're tabling like at other events like i felt less nerves at this one for some reason i think it was just because i was just overstimulated with everything else um that i didn't really feel like as nervous like it was just more like joy and just happiness you know there was a lot of emotions and stuff but but yeah i didn't feel the those those nerves um
1: was it like a wow. safety, safety and numbers thing? Like it's so, so big that.
2: I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think it was, you know, kind of, we, we kind of get lost in the mix there, but, uh, uh-huh. but yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, it, it definitely didn't, didn't, I didn't feel super nervous. I, and I wondered about that because, um, like I do have like really bad anxiety and stuff. Uh, so I wondered like how it would do on the panel. But when, when we went in there, we were fashionably late. Um, but we, when we went in there, um, yeah, it was just it was cool, man. We just took the seed and away we went. Because what are the choices we have? You know, you got to roll with it, right? Um, but no, it was
3: cool. To be fair, you were late to your own panel only because you were signing autographs for we your had own a book. Signing. Damn, that's no. a baller fucking a statement. To be late, yeah. for yeah, I was late.
0: But yeah. I was being mobbed by he, some fans. Yeah. I mean, I can't and, say no and, to know know fans, right? Like not some ink.
2: And it's <laughs> weird, uh, you know. We whenever we were told that that we were going to debut at Comic Con, it was just like maybe two months or so before the show uh something like that and uh and it took us a while it took us like actually being there it took uh it honestly took me seeing the other folks that we've like met and known in uh you know the latino comic scene indie comic scene it kind of took like seeing them doing their thing and paneling and all that stuff for it to really like set in like holy shit! like we're here like it's not just like we're here like me and oscar were there it's like we're all fucking here.
0: Mm. You know, and,
2: and it was it was just a really, really just special like week, special moment just to soak all that in, man. I mean, can um, I ask you
1: a question Be, before yeah. you get before you get too big um for us? Um for anybody that's trying to get there, how do you prep for something like that? Or is it just you've already prepped for it, you know? Like wait, like, wait, wait how do you, know you, how you mean going like, to the convention? Yeah, for the convention itself. Like is okay. it it's you know, it sounds like a big deal, like shit.
2: Um, well, yeah, well, that's kind of what I'm speaking to, man, is that we, we, it didn't really like sink in like this, like this is, this is a big deal. You know, it, it didn't really sink in until we got there. Uh, but as far as like, like prepping for it, um, I mean, we just, I don't know, we, we, we had the work already done and everything. Sure. And that was kind of the, the main concern is, you know, put, put put your best foot forward. And I mean, Scout, you know, printed those bad boys out, those comics, uh, and man, they put yeah, our best cool, foot man. forward. You know, <laughs> yeah, it was on amazing.
0: on their website trying to fucking like maybe, maybe there's a fucking ash can or something there yeah. where I'm like, like maybe I'll get one. I was searching. I was like, fuck, I can't get one. But um, yeah, yeah, there, there was uh, to that trade.
3: I'm looking really forward to that phone book trade you guys were put out that manga. Thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and.
2: uh and actually, we, we don't have like a, a set date for it, but it's, it is going to be sometime in January 2023 uh, that we're going to be putting out the trade. Okay, we don't so, have a
3: set date, but let me give you the specific month and year. Yeah, we yeah. don't have a
0: date, but just look out somewhere within January the 5th, yeah, 8th, yeah, or 10th.
2: January. Somewhere around there. So somewhere between around the 1st and
3: 15th or you know, 16th yeah, yeah, through
2: yeah. 31st, that's when it's going to drop. Come but, around, uh, uh,
3: what do you do to prep? I, I've been there several years. I brought a whole sleeping bag, but I wasn't able to use it. So uh, all the big
0: you didn't did sleep, you partied know, that no, much.
3: No, no, let me explain. Let me explain. So all the big <laughs> announcements. So I, I go to Comic Con for two reasons. Uh, one is Artist Alley, and, yeah, and, and I, uh, I, I met some great artists there. Uh, there's two that stand out in my mind right now. Is uh, one from Artist Alley, Maria the Wolf. Everybody was talking about her stuff. Really, really up and coming, amazing. She did some covers for Terry Blas's Reptile, uh, and uh, I know some other artists, some other writers okay. were looking at her work. And then another one is a small press publisher called Little Libros. And basically they, they license yeah. a lot of like um, uh, Mexican TV staples like uh, Chespirito and stuff. And they and they make little books for children out of it. Those two pop my mind. But then the other thing I go for at Comic-Con are the, the panels. The raves or are- what? Well, no, the panels. So that's where they announce things. Like I want to go to the Pub Comics panel and learn about Five Meats. But the big panels are in a place at San Diego Comic-Con called Hall H. Hall H is the biggest theater they have. They can fit, I think, 1,500 people in there. And what happens is people, to get in that line, and, and supposedly legend has it that this all started with Twilight, that the Twilight fans waited overnight one night. And everybody's making fun of them. Why are you waiting overnight? You can just get in tomorrow. But then every year since then, it has been an overnight wait to get into Hall H. So, uh, like I- the
1: Popeye's chicken sandwich.
3: Yes, like the Popeyes yes, almost of Comic Con, almost as good as that. Almost I
0: brought it. Wood. you can you can correlate yeah. with this. Yeah. It's a good as-
1: I, I need food and food analogies, please. <laughs> God, <laughs> so every, how late
0: you had? A, we had we had. You didn't get to get in there. You said you had a sleeping bag and you were going to live on the I've pier gone, for a week.
3: Every year I've gone, I've slept overnight on the pier and gotten in. This year, I couldn't find anybody crazy enough to stay with me. So I had it wasn't,
2: it wasn't for a lack of trying either because you, re- you did for recon the,
3: and shit.
1: for the cold or what you need to. Fucking
3: well, cuddly, no, I you to my your way across
1: or-
2: so think
3: about it. That's Chikome. If I'm by myself out there and uh-huh. I have a sleeping bag and all my back body heat. And everything else, and then I leave to go to the restroom, hmm. so that it's would be, be that at
1: that point. At that point, it's Mad Max, like exactly. So <laughs> this
3: is Mad Max rules, I can't leave my stuff. So that would be like 10 to 20 hours of no restroom and no food. So, I said, you know, I can't do it. Sounds like a total oh, concert. And, and
0: <laughs> Rolo and the gang are out partying while you're standing in the cold holding your pee. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get Exactly.
3: You. So, I didn't do that this year. We gave so him a said, cup. <laughs> <laughs> <I> Thank you <laughs> So, instead, Rolo and I and Oscar and everybody else, we got to learn about all the holiday stuff, like everybody else, on the internet. Mm-hmm. And they announced some big stuff. So, definitely, I want to talk about that. What you do you guys want to talk about?
0: All right. Let's dive right in, man. So, we talk about the... I mean, the biggest thing i'm pumped about is the black panther trailer yep. and kevin's new new favorite uh pronunciation, pronunciation here
3: in <laughs> namer okay so what's <laughs> so, well, me? there's a very popular youtube channel called screen crush i actually do like their stuff a lot but their main host constantly pronounces his name as namer namer is coming up in the new black panther and he's been saying namer for years and it's always got to me but he usually only mentioned the character like once per episode and now, since he did an entire break,
1: it's
3: like <laughs> Namer is here. we think Namer is going to show. I'm like, oh my god, stop that! So I've always said namor oh, right? Wow. But David Bowles on Twitter, uh, David Bowles, who's one of the uh, chispa editors there, uh, he on Twitter said that if this is meant to be a Proto Mayan language, then the closest pronunciation you get is Namor, which hmm. they're th- both
1: wrong. You're both wrong, then.
3: Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> either way, namor, namor
1: Say it again though, not Namor,
3: not more, not more. Or Namor. Namor. That would be the okay. That's what David said is the correct. But we'll find out when the movie comes out how the movie wants to pronounce it. But in the in the previous cartoons, it's always been Namor.
0: All right. So let's go ahead and start the trailer. We're gonna kind of talk a little bit about it as we go. If you guys haven't seen it yourself, I recommend obviously go check it out. Follow along. Just see it here. And Kevin, how about you lead it for us, man? I mean, you. I want you. You start chomping at the bit to dissect it. And I think we should just start with from the beginning. So what do we got so far?
3: Well, we open with a song by Bob Marley being sung by an African singer and a lot of people dancing and walking in white. This is clearly a funeral procession. They're clearly honoring the dead T'Challa. We don't know how or why in the movie universe in the real world. Of course, we know what happened. Chadwick Boseman. But Mm -hmm. but a lot of my friends were telling me that this actually made them cry. Just hearing the music and seeing what is clearly meant to be an honoring of somebody's life. And I'm curious, what did you guys think about that aspect of it? Just just that aspect of the loss that is gonna be shown in this movie. So
0: for me, seeing that, <clears throat> for me seeing that, leading with that is almost acknowledging it, right? That, that's what they're doing, they're acknowledging there's the a loss here, right? Let's just connect it to the real world. So there's a loss here. And so that the MCU has felt this loss, right? And so, yeah, you get that initial, like that kind of a little taken aback, like, oh, okay like this is gonna be one of these movies man where we're gonna get a lot of emotion honestly I always believe that it's almost a could be a, a, a fake out no acknowledge T'Challa but we could get another death here that we're not even sure about you know that's
3: true the, the the Queen says I've lost my whole family what does that mean you know we know she lost her husband and now her son and also, technically, if her nephew that that wasn't really known about. Is there more?
1: Yeah, are they recasting, or is it like the are they recasting the same? That was the debate, right? We don't. That's just something we don't know as of
0: yet. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know if it's gonna be. We we know we don't know who. This is the thing. As we watch the trailer, as we move forward in the trailer, right? I think we'll we'll get to that question when we get there. But just the initial beginning of it seeing wakanda go through this funeral procession if you will kind of sets up the i think like we're acknowledging a loss you know mm-hmm. and there could be more loss in this movie this movie is a movie about loss that i see so far in the beginning of this trailer what about, about you what did you think at the beginning
2: yeah it, uh, i mean just knowing what what really happened and then like uh like kevin was saying uh saying you know there's going to be an acknowledgement of it there um you know, that like that right there is just striking the emotional chords because it's like parallel to like what actually happened. And the imagery of of uh, of like Shuri, you know, you know, crying and stuff and and them just having, you know, that funeral procession and everything. It's just like, damn, like you you guys already got me, you know, and, and I'm just curious as to, yeah, like how are they how are they going to handle it? Um, but that was a question that went into my head, too. Like, is it going to be a, a fake out? You know, I had that question uh, in my head, too. Um, but but yeah, so far it's it's just it's striking that emotional chord, like they got you, man. They got you within those first, you know, several seconds, man, with that imagery. Like and the uh, music too, just, yeah, the music just like, is Oof. just perfect. It's like damn. It's it's almost like uh and here I go with reference number one, uh mm-hmm. of wrestling. Uh <clears throat> so it's kind of like wrestling. Like one of the things that I love and one of the things that also kind of sucks uh, a little bit about wrestling is is um is the how the lines blur. You know, like there's there's real stuff, real world shit that they put um, into storylines and things like that. So this is kind of kind of a reflection of that. You know, there's something that actually happened in real life and it's being reflected in the movie. So if you're connected to these movies on that level, um, if you're not, you know, just a casual kind of Marvel fan, you don't really like care what goes on behind the scenes and all that stuff. Like maybe it won't it won't uh, it won't strike a chord with you but most people know what happened to Chadwick Boseman um so you're going into this thing like you know even though it's Black Panther like shit that's Chadwick Boseman though you know at the same time you know so that that line's blurred so I think that's really what's gonna what what makes it and what's going to make it really impactful with people
1: is this like breaking the fourth wall but from the writer's perspective kind of of, yeah
3: you know like I mean because T'Challa has died in the comics before but they're not that was always like a temporary thing and we know from our real life experience that is not going to be a temporary thing the producers already said from the beginning we are not going to recast him now there have been a lot of calls saying especially from the black community saying that hey the 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 symbol of the black panther is important keep him alive recast him like you would any other role but but they're saying no he meant too much to everybody behind the scenes too much to the fans that they are going to honor him by having him be you know gone
0: it's um, hmm. it's a lot to take in. That's just a, we're we're a few seconds into this, you know, and we're already like thirty emotional. seconds in and wondering if this it's emotional. So let's move forward the- and see, uh, and change, see what happens. Let's see if I can.
3: There we go. Ooh, and then we have the. So what do we see
0: there, guys?
3: The first ever Marvel superhero and the first ever Marvel supervillain. Namor the
0: Submariner. Namor, the Submariner. You you couldn't wait to talk about this. So let's look at this, paint this picture. If you're watching at home, this is the image of the birth of Namor,
3: right? So so, um, for a lot of people that don't know, in fact, I just, uh, I have this blog post that gets shared around every so often called In Defense of Namor the Submariner. And the idea is, is that for a lot of the general public, you know, they know who Aquaman is. And when they see Namor, they go, Oh, it's Marvel's Aquaman. It's like, no, Aquaman's is a ripoff of this guy.
1: Yeah, it's the other way around. Um, is that a cenote or what?
3: Like, where they It could or be. Or? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, because, like, um, what they're doing in the movie is look, I. Make me big. <laughs> <laughs> I have written okay. Namor. <laughs> I have written and researched Namor for Marvel. All right. Okay. And in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. And then in the 80 years of Namor's history, um, every artist has drawn Atlantis differently. You know, the only common thing is like we got they got seashells. So we know they got seashells. Um, but other than that, every artist has drawn differently. So there's been no set culture. And I've heard some people say, oh, well, it's supposed to be Greek. No, it's not supposed to be Greek. And the, it, the word Atlantis comes from a Greek story. But in it's that supposed story, to be it's supposed to be wet. That's the one that that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what the they put Check. on top of it a uh, a template of Mesoamerican. Mm-hmm. Right. They should have called the it
2: Wetlantis.
0: They
3: might. Damn. who knows what they're into? But Wild I mean,
1: Kevin Costner, come on.
0: You'd be mad if Kevin Costner <laughs> was in this movie. Let's
3: be real. wouldn't be a uh, bad thing. <laughs> Cameo. Let me ask you, Chikume. What do you think about the idea of them making? Uh, Namor from being a, uh, a, a just from some fictional society to being from like a Mexican cultural heritage society, being from something from Mesoamerica. From the first Mayans.
1: reaction is, fuck Yeah, I'm down. But upon you know, kind of reflecting on it, it's like, okay. Uh, was the Olmec, Mayan, Aztec culture really known to be like the Polynesians that crossed the Pacific and. You know, cross the the Atlantics, and you know what I mean. Like, like That's at really least from my at least from my very
3: no, you're small, right. You know, Our understanding. Um,
1: uh, Mesoamericans
3: Americans were not mm-hmm. known for their water culture. They weren't known for having like, like
1: even the fucking Vikings were known to cross. The Metro Americans like, were not, but but, I mean,
3: yeah. but Atlantis's story is that it was a land based kingdom that sunk.
1: Hmm,
3: it's not that they were looking for an island and found an island like the polynesians uh you know spread their culture around the globe you know these guys had a land-based kingdom and it got pushed to the bottom of the ocean
1: i mean because i did look into this a little bit and you have the lemires lemires it's like lemerians on one side of the uh american continent and then you have the atlantean well
3: the island in the atlantic yeah
1: so then is that something that comes into play there in terms of not
3: necessarily yes comedy? in the comics? It, it probably will eventually. Not in this movie, uh-huh. I doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay. movie. Um, but uh so but we this, have the, the image
0: and it's it's really exciting because you're seeing, like you said, if you're the fan and you're the you're the geek that's kind of been waiting for this, you know who this is, you know. And for someone like Walter that doesn't know what it is, you're like, why is there a baby underwater? But this is just a huge freaking reveal here. So let's uh, move forward a little bit more. So is, this a, fr- can... is this a freshwater Aquaman? or what? Like, no, yeah.
3: it's still seawater. It's still seawater. Sea sea but, but you're right. It could be a cenote. It looks like they're very yeah. close to the surface. Yeah. Uh, and if we're connecting it to Mesoamerica, it would make a lot of sense to put the berth in a cenote. You I mean, know it also would... kind of looks like what it looks like
2: underwater in the Risacas here in Brownsville.
3: Yeah, well, you never know. People up the they, they have a lot
0: of games. <laughs> ah, God. You want to you, you just tie it to something you know, right? Right, is yeah. that what it is? I mean, that's exactly. what everybody
1: does, right? That's
0: what we all <laughs> do, so. All right. All what? right, let's move forward a little bit. Here we go. 47 seconds, we get the birth of name. God damn it. We now haven't more.
1: even gone a halfway ever already. <laughs> Ooh.
3: Oh, that's the headdress, yeah, man. I keep going. That looks awesome. That the headdress is going to be like Jaguar, but I've seen some closer up pictures. It looks more Snake to me. I'm hoping it's Snake and not Jaguar, but we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. So we're seeing soldiers. looks like someone's invading
3: looks like, looks Wakanda like Wakanda in the lab. The lab. Yeah. Uh, and then somebody flooded the throne room, it looks like.
0: Flooded the throne room. Let me back up a little bit here. Can I ask
1: him, uh, before we go any further... On the first, um, what which one of the MCU movies were, were is it that they made a reference on in the disturbance in the ocean?
3: game. Yeah, but there's also yeah. a small reference in Iron Man 2. Do they do they
1: do they geographically locate that? No, not I'm at all. Saying, does say just
3: just does it just kind of in there. Iron Man 2 there is a dot specifically, uh-huh. and it's, it's exactly. definitely between South America and South Africa, it's not it's not mm-hmm. close to. to Caribbean, which is, okay. I think that's what you're hinting at, right? Because you're saying yeah. America should be close to the, the Caribbean. According to the story of uh, of the original Greek story of Atlantis, it was a continent so big it filled the entire Atlantic Ocean. Well, most so, of the
1: world is brown people, so whatever. Right, true. whatever we were. <laughs> there we
3: go.
0: And so we <laughs> get an image of Siri with and a another girl in the scene. Iron, which, Heart. Iron Heart,
2: Riri so, Williams.
0: Riri Williams. Riri, so we get some Riri hints here, because obviously, as we've already seen this trailer a dozen times, Ironheart. But yeah, there seems to be an attack, and then we get what at that attack when they see like the like something is being burned down. We see a. What do you say? Well, yeah. how would you describe this scene? What do we see? Well, a if toddler. you look at the
3: what you say,
1: a toddler.
0: Yeah, a little, little
3: tiny anymore more. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that like if you look at the the cars and stuff around them, those aren't cars; those are carriages. So this could be setting his origin, because Nemours born in 1920 in the comics, and it could be they're doing that here, and uh, maybe one of his parents lived in that house. Uh, in the original comics, his parents, one parent's from, er, from the land and one parent's from the water, was his dad from the land and his mom from the water, and the army of Atlantis actually went and attacked the father's people because they did not like the idea of the, the, the princess giving birth to this mixed-race child and so they went and attacked the humans. And the story that Namor had been told his whole life is that his dad had been killed. Uh, in the comics, of course, later on, they find out that his dad had, all other stories that happened with his dad. But the point is, he spent his childhood believing that his dad had been killed and knowing that half of him was not welcome at home. That was always like in his origin that half of him was not welcome. I, don't, I have no idea if that's what's happening there, but if it's a little child Namor and we're seeing a, a surface house being burned, it, of course, in the book, it was the boat, but still. It could be that. I mean, that that's very common
1: within our culture, right? I mean, I feel connected to that. Like you're neither 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 from here or there, whatever. Like,
2: neither here, neither there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Neither
2: here, neither I, I forgot a lot. Mean, of that.
0: I look at this, and it's exciting to see. We're gonna get. We're not gonna get just Namor showing up. We're gonna get context. We're gonna get mm-hmm. his birth. We're gonna see him grow. We're gonna see how he sees. You no, know, I guess us the land dwellers, or whatever, however they refer to us, right? Like, this is, we're going to get depth, which I'm really excited for. All right. Move forward here from that. And let me, ooh, there he is. His back just coming out of the water. It's back up a little bit since we're uh, like.
3: Yeah. Apparently that woman you see with the big red frills on her head, um, it's meant to kind of evoke a lot of Mesoamerican headdresses. But if you look it up close, it looks a lot more like a lionfish. If you see those, like what Captain Picard used to have in his ready room um apparently according to the toys and stuff that's namora that is a another a mixed race uh atlantean who starts out blue when she's a young woman but as she comes into her own powers her skin changes color and she ends up being equal to Namor in power so eventually she gets wings on her own feet she gets her skin turning to be uh, an earth uh, flesh tone instead of blue um you know so she is if that is namora she's potentially as powerful as he is um, I
0: mean, like I like the image because it makes me feel as though we're not going to be underwater like Aquaman. Yeah, Look at the Aquaman. Everything's underwater. Everything's floaty and weird and, and bubbly, and we're just, okay, there's, like, weird look to it, right? We're going to get color. Look, look at all these colors you're seeing. There's going to be scenes of villages or wherever they are. I mean, I'm hoping that's what I'm going to see here. Uh, what are and you guys that's a,
1: that's a really good point. Does that mean, like, what does that mean? Compa- I mean, I'm always comparing it to Aquaman, but, like, what does that mean exactly in the larger sense? Like, yeah,
3: know, it doesn't seem like they're going to go that far with it. The difference sure. between Namor and Aquaman is that um, most of Aquaman's history has been about being underwater. And whenever he's on land, he's like, well, uh, is there water nearby? Is there a fish I can talk to? Because uh, I'm pretty course, useless right now. Right. <laughs> uh, course, every time they updated Aquaman, they brought him closer to Namor. His original origin mm. was just that a kid of a scientist. And the dad dropped him in the water one day and the kid could breathe underwater. He's like, cool. You know, that was his whole origin. They didn't change it to being uh, Namor's yeah. origin of being half Atlantean until the 60s. And then they changed it again in the 80s where they brought in the racism element that Namor always had since 1939. Uh, but the, but when they added it to Aquaman, it was that he's blonde. And it's, oh, blondes are a minority in Atlantis. And it's like, mm-hmm. all right, whatever. Uh, um, and then, uh, and then well, the thing is- me- Exactly, and then they added super strength to him, and they added the ability to fly at one point. So basically, they kept adding things to him to make him more like Namor. Whereas Namor, most of his history has been on land. Like he's got tons of stories underwater, but he's been an Avenger. He's fought in World War II. He's been a Defender. Uh, You know, he fought against Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet. So most of his stuff has been on the surface while wearing
1: a while wearing a speedo the whole time,
3: uh, as one does. As one does. Kind of. <laughs> I mean,
0: I I hear that it's very. I just hear. I don't own any. That it's very freeing, you know. Yeah. So we never, we never see. European, Let's move on. Right? So we get the, the the image there, like you said, and we're coming out of the water. We see just uh, the back shot with it like looks, looks like uh, his. What is this spear?
3: Oh, it's probably a trident. Well, thanks. You know, they probably are going to take away the trident so to move him farther away from uh, Aquaman. Even though, again, more had a trident, but Aquaman did. But whatever.
0: We'll change it up. All right, let's move forward here.
3: We see is some that, uh, Wakandan. Or, uh, Wakandan. And then we got Mbaku. Look.
0: This is, we have the queen coming out addressing the UN. the UN. The image of T'Challa. And there we go. We're getting a shot. By the way, if I could say a lot going, going about on, Ironheart, queen, let me pause.
3: That, that queen in the comics, she's not born in Wakanda uh she is born in apartheid era south africa and the idea of her going from a community in which she was a a second-class citizen in her own nation to being the leader of the most powerful nation on earth that's pretty impressive i don't think they're going to go into that part of her background in the movie but that's kind of cool
0: well i mean
1: that's over here right
0: We're here to, to dissect it. Yeah. I mean, they may just just really I mean right now from this scene, her addressing the UN, talking about her family being gone, like we talked about earlier. Uh this is she's in control, she's the queen, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how the hierarchy in Wakanda works, but she's the queen. And right now, there is no as far as this image that we've gotten right now, this little sneak peek, there is no Black Panther so
3: mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. Now, we got Ironheart, like you said. How do you guys feel about Ironheart showing up here?
0: I'm excited. The whole role
3: in the comics is that Tony Stark was gone. Somebody had to fill that gap, and she came in. I'm ready
2: um, for it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it, too, but they don't give too, too much away about what's going on with, uh, with Ironheart. I mean...
0: It's right there in the image. We got Riri being Ironheart. I think it's good. I'm excited for it. We're supposed to get a Disney Plus show out of it uh, as well beyond this. So I like the fact that things are jumping in between. Right. Miss mm-hmm. Marvel will be in the Marvels. We have, you know, Ironheart here and we're going to get an Ironheart show. So I'm excited that things are jumping both sides. Disney Plus series and the movies. I'm all for it. A more representation even from the African-American community. Like, why not? Like, let's do it. Especially a female uh, Iron, Iron Man, Iron Woman, you know, like, that's dope. Like, knock it out.
3: You mentioned her Disney Plus show, but I think there's already, I don't know if confirmation, but she's probably going to be in several other shows, you know. She's going to be in, most likely, Iron Armor Wars when that comes out eventually. And uh, I think I also heard she might be part of Secret Invasion. I don't know about that one. But, but like, I know she's going to be in other stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I don't, I don't see anything. I mean, can I, nobody can be mad at that, right? I mean, I love it, too. Boom, we get the Iron Heart there. So that's exciting to see.
3: Nobody to re, and
1: nobody's trying to recreate Iron Man, right?
3: Yeah. It's, like, it's a new character. It's a it's yeah, something yeah, it's different a
1: character, yeah.
3: I love this shot so where another... they have all this like mm-hmm. Condon shots coming down from the ground and all the Atlanteans are going to hide and Nemo is like, whatever, it's not going to hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> Just standing there. It's like, no, it's standing there whatever. seeing like a badass. And there's I, a I wanna... spear,
0: see? It is a spear.
3: It's, it's a spear. probably going to be more an American spear than a trident, yeah. Yeah, I will say, uh, you know, back in the 40s, uh, he was stronger than Superman was at that time. You know, Superman could get hurt by a cannon and he could barely jump over a building. Namor was the first superhero who could fly under his own power and he could throw submarines around back then and
1: not just jump,
3: right? Yeah, no, he could fly, whereas Superman was only jumping back then,
0: yeah. And Thor had to swing his hammer, right? But Namor just flew, just flew, man, just fly, just fly. It's All right, let's fly continue. For a there we are. We're obviously fly attacking for Namor. A brown guy. And so we're we're getting inklings here immediately. We're getting, before we give into the person we have on screen here, I like we her. see there's there's gonna be a conflict a good actress, right? yeah. between the Atlanteans and the Wakandans, right? That's what right. we're getting fed right here.
3: But this picture you paused on, this woman looks like she's fighting other Wakandans. In the comics, she broke mm-hmm. away from the Dora Milaje because she didn't believe in the stuff that they were telling her to do. She believed that there was more they could do to help people. What's so the name she, of her
1: character? Uh, I'm trying to remember her name right now. <laughs>
3: hmm.
0: See, I think...
1: Because I kind of recognize that actress, but I don't want to I want to confuse her. But if it is what I think, she's... fucking.
0: Like she was in a show called uh, I, I Will Destroy, destroy You. you.
1: Yes, that's what I was... Okay, cool. I'm down for that. She's been doing a lot of good work, man.
0: What I'm getting is that there's going to be a conflict. It's not like it's a peaceful uh, cohabitation here. There is going to be some type of battle between Atlanteans and uh, Atlantis and Wakanda, right? And the character that we freeze-framed on right now, like you said, at least this particular image, I guess it looks like she's fighting everybody, but she's like she's fighting with people. Doesn't well, it? She's uh, fighting
3: with yeah, them. People on her side, but on the other side of her, you see other uh, mm-hmm. other warriors.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're
3: right. And then so we was have that this a, was that Mbaku behind, behind her? It. I maybe see Mbaku has always been a, a kind of a antagonist for for Wakanda. Uh, so she's from a group called the Midnight Angels, and and they it they looks like her. helping other people that even the Wakandans were overlooking.
0: Kind of looks like her, man. Let's see if I can catch a...
3: And that's the thing, is aside from her being somebody who kind of pushed against Wakanda, there's a character we see standing behind Namora that, again, according to the toys, is named Atuma. And his whole thing is that he is from the Atlantean people, but not of the nation of, of Atlantis, because he's from an outside nation that is constantly trying to overtake them, because he also does not agree with the way Namor runs things. So the idea of having these two characters in here that are both at once loyal... And also rebellious from both sides. It's kind of interesting. I don't know if they're going to push. I both mean, of them. It, be sounds,
1: it sounds familiar to what happened in the Americas. That shit.
3: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. It is, man. It is, man. So we move forward here. See more yeah, shots. Right
3: somebody on Wakanda. You Keep going from there. Somebody's flooding Wakanda. That's all we know. Okay, right, this so We have somebody underwater attacking something, and it's clearly not anymore. and that. Mm-hmm. He has to be curious. Yeah. Look at her skin color. It's not blue. And I heard a rumor Mm. that when the Atlanteans are underwater, they won't be blue. And I'm kind of hoping they don't do that because a big part of Namor's origin is that he doesn't look like his own people. And if he does look like them underwater kind of defeats that. I don't know. Not entirely, but like, I don't know. I think about my own. Maybe he's
0: trying to, because if people nowadays blue people mean avatar. Right? Like, oh, just kind of people, just kind of <laughs> or, Oh, blue or, people. Or,
1: or SPF 100. Have you ever put that on? Like, <laughs> the, the blue one?
3: <laughs> maybe it protects them. Yeah,
0: Maybe. Maybe it protects them. But it they're attacking something underwater. That looks cool. I mean, we have no clue what that could be at this. Out of
3: context. Mm-hmm, not right? really no. Not and then, so boom, a flooding.
0: And look at that. A flooding. People are in the streets of Wakanda. Water is coming in. Oh. And here we go, bam! Some action scenes. Got on a motorcycle. There he is, Boom. guys. First shot of Namor. Let's share. Boom. Oh,
1: full frontal, full frontal, right there.
3: And he Hard has some there, uh, piercings, piercings that are very much part mm-hmm. of very expensive American cultures. So that's pretty cool. I also like it that in the comics, his you know the green shorts they usually show him in have these scales in them. He doesn't seem to have those in his shorts, but when he wears that that like gold, uh, like ser- ceremonial piece, it has that little same pattern in the gold. So that looks pretty cool.
0: I'm excited, man! I'm glad I saw the character. Love the just the fucking vigor. Like he played he played uh, the uh, the uh, he played Rafa in um, uh, that show I was watching on Netflix. What's it called? The Cartels. Yeah, Narcos. Uh, he was in Narcos. I loved him in that. He was just passionate, man. He was crazy. I saw this other movie too called Hueros, where they go on this road trip. Um, he uh, he's fucking great, man. Teno, I mean, cause, uh, cause... Huerta? Teno...
1: Tenoch Huerta. Tenoch.
0: Tenoch. Tenoch Huerta.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's,
0: been, I mean, he's uh, impressive, man. Right off the, right off the bat,
1: obviously, I, I'm assuming I speak for everybody. It looks like my primo, like my cousin, like it looks like my brother. Like right? Oh, you're nice, so, man. Thank
0: bro, you. 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 You feel represented. Yeah, pretty handsome. know. Yeah. it's
3: yeah, true. It does look like Freddie. Do, do, do you guys feel represented though more? Like no, you? yeah,
1: I, I would say so. That's that's kind mm-hmm. of what hits. This, I'll be honest. I, I didn't get to him. I didn't get emotional with the T'Challa thing. This is where I'm kind of getting emotional. It's like oh shit, you know, it looks like somebody I know. It actually looks like Giovanni,
3: uh, a, a friend of mine. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna ask. If, is. <laughs> hey, man, you you uh, told me about a meme you saw earlier. What was the meme about something the, about
1: like the, the first this,
3: like, like the first Latino?
1: Yeah, the first Latino and they show his back, and I'm like, uh yeah, but like I wouldn't even
3: to me No, like
0: what it what did that's, it say? That, that's not what you said. What saying? did it say? That's like not what it first, was. It was the here here's the first Latino in Marvel and uh-huh. the MCU, and we get his wet back. Jesus. That's the first
3: like that's the first weird. image we get. Okay. Literally you know, only a wet back. Multi- a multiverse of madness came out. Uh, there were some people saying that here we have America Chavez, the first Latina, and what are her superpowers? Immigration. <laughs> That's right. I,
1: I honestly, I, I honestly Damn. saw it as her being free. Like no,
3: I agree. No, entirely. You know, she she knows, but I mean, like if you bear it long. down to it, it's like bare bones, yeah, it's technically not incorrect. <laughs> we do live, we do,
1: we do live in this world, so we can't help but
3: notice, right? And she's from another yeah. world and she has yeah. to come to the new world each time to get yeah. welcomed. So yeah, yeah you sure. guys, uh, man,
0: you guys that's at kevingarcia.com. Right? garcia.com. <laughs> remember that's where <laughs> you can direct all that love, guys. For right I mean, there, I, I
2: leave
1: <laughs> those voicemails, don't just
2: leave, leave it. The voicemail. yeah.
0: There you go. Don't im me. Take that.
1: And having, and having heard wet back a few years ago from some white guy, mm. um, yeah, it kind of puts a heavier tone on that. Like, I mean, I don't – I mean, do you see anybody doing that on purpose?
3: Oh, I guess, it's definitely I guess, not. It's definitely not intentional. Nah. Right? No.
0: So. I don't think it's intentional. I think people are looking for reasons to poke holes at this because yeah. it's not blue-eyed, blonde-haired, fucking, you know – the hero. This is changing. Mm-hmm. This is representation in so many facets in this movie alone. Walter years ago told me he goes, where the fuck is my Black Panther? Mm-hmm. And then boom, here it is, oh, dude. Man. Literally. He's in,
3: he's in Black Panther.
0: He's in yeah. Black Panther.
3: And then maybe he'll get yeah. in the movie and we'll get to see all about his culture. Well, he <laughs> should. Free history.
0: <laughs> Alright, let's move forward here to finish up. So we get more, and we have explosions. Let me see if I can. You guys follow along. There you are.
1: I mean, let, let's say one thing, too. The Our culture lends itself fucking amazingly to the color, oh, the aesthetic. Let's go right? back a
0: step. Here it is. We finally get right at the end. Yeah.
3: What well, people what? on Twitter
0: have been saying, they've been, they've been trying to dissect the scene, which is a bottom, I would say, butt thigh shot. It looks very
3: female. Yeah, I've heard other people that. say it looks masculine, but I got to say that does the, when I see that front calf, it does look female. But we don't know. Yeah, that's that the first does. thing
0: you look at, and the calf on this one is is of Black Panther. Somebody's wearing the Black Panther uh, outfit, the armor, gold and black, which was one of the variants. If you remember, in the first Black Panther movie, she had different variants that he could wear, T'Challa could wear, and there was a black and gold. Who chose the gold necklace
3: well. to wear? Killmonger.
0: Killmonger. And so there is a theory like you said that potentially Killmonger is back. Uh,
3: that honestly in the comics he comes back to life constantly. Like every time he fights T'Challa he gets killed and then somebody brings him back to life. They like do uh, like ancient magic on him or science or whatever it is they bring him back.
1: I mean, what would it be fair would it be fair for me as a new consumer of this for me to say that T'Challa was uh MLK and uh killmonger
3: was like uh Malcolm X like no, no? or no, I like, uh, no. Uh, no I will say uh, personality wise you could make that argument but definitely not their arguments because T'Challa is inherently representing the old ways of protecting mm, okay only his people. Yeah and now okay, he, okay, he was exactly. willing to expand beyond that he wanted to expand beyond that he just wasn't sure how or even if he'd be allowed. Whereas Killmonger is like screw the old rules, do what needs to be done. Even if it means killing a bunch of people, which honestly, there are pros and cons to both of those sides. Um, okay. But my thing is, I don't think they're going to have as much as I would like to see Killmonger in the armor. I think he'd do it, especially with the actor, Michael B. Jordan it would be amazing. Yeah. I, I would I don't be. Think they will, because think about the optics of literally having T'Challa died. And we know for real life, he is actually dead. And then bringing this guy back to life just to take his place. The, I mean, obviously, real world, we know why they don't bring Chella back. But like in the context of the universe.
0: So I had a question asked of me today from a co-worker. And, you know, not a huge, huge comic book fan, but watch the Marvel movies, love Black Panther and goes, but there's no more Herb. So is this just somebody in the costume or is That's... it legitimately another Black Panther? So is it just like
1: an Iron Man with the dope ass co- fucking armor and everything? Honestly,
3: that has happened in the comics before, too. There's a guy named Casper Cole who took over the Black Panther mantle for a brief, brief while. He didn't have any extra powers. He only had the suit giving him powers. That being said, um, this is Wakanda. They've been doing science for thousands of years. They can find a way to regrow it. It won't be overnight. It won't be ready tomorrow, you know, but they'll get it back eventually.
0: So you think we're going to get that kind of deus and machina? Hey, we figured it out. There's a new batch, a little bit, but we had oh, a little cool. bit left Maybe they over. have
3: enough only for one person, you know? The question is who's that going to be? Uh, Kill it's not enough time.
0: to just puff and pass around. Like there's just one hit. One, one hit we're right. done. Well,
3: okay, who would I you guys you. want to be Black Panther? Like we got okoyo the uh, Okoya, the uh, Dora Milaje leader. We have uh, Nakia, who was the girlfriend, uh, but also a, a kind of a rebel fighter herself. We have Shuri, who in the comics has been Black Panther. You know, we have. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna What's I'm mean?
1: gonna I'm gonna say right away. I don't think I'm emotionally attached enough to it to to say either way.
3: I would love to see Okoye. That would be badass. I would too. Honestly, my choice would be Nakia, uh, for three reasons. One, uh, I think she had the strongest uh, like active role to play in the first movie, where she was the one basically telling T'Challa go out and do this because it's the right thing to do. And if she had the power and the permission of the queen to do it, it'd be great. Second reason, Lupita Nyong'o is, is amazing and should be uh, in, movie. Her. <laughs> I put her in every movie. And the third reason is she was born in Mexico. So we have more Mexican that's representation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like as well. But what if we go crazy off the wall and just kind of fucking blow the walls off of this and go, like, that's the queen.
3: I, honestly, I'd her, go for that. I mean, are you kidding that'd me? Be that'd be amazing.
0: That's the queen. That's her fucking walking in there saying, fuck you. I mean, I'm taking charge, and I will be like, oh,
3: wow, I would be down for that. Like, I don't think they would do it. that, but what wow, that would be amazing!
0: I would love it. Would that's that, me, that's that my
1: be, far throw. I mean, what, would that be the oldest MCU? No, I don't think
2: that, so.
3: No, no. What, what's his name? Nah,
2: um, my,
3: <laughs> no, but Michael him.
2: Douglas and uh. Yeah. But he's not Michelle active. Pfeiffer. No, but yeah, he's not, they, they're yeah. not
3: active as heroes. Yeah. But like um, Mark Ruffalo is, is, is about that age, right? And so was uh, yeah, uh, okay. Robert Downey Jr. at that time. Uh, yeah, but
0: Ruffalo looks, looks a lot better than, <laughs> than Michael Douglas does. But, I mean, hey, oh, you no, know what? Michael
3: Douglas doesn't count because he doesn't fight in costume anymore. Uh uh-huh. True, so, I'm true. But yeah, I'm,
0: I think
1: the queen. But in terms of what the Queen represents, would she be the oldest of the MCU at the time? Because, like, I mean, we talk about representation. Like, we don't see older,
0: you know, superheroes, right? I mean, that would Do be we? a huge... I would love it. But, realistically speaking, we're going to get a younger, I think, a younger character to take over. It's probably Lupita. I think that's going to be the one that they pick.
1: I would lean towards her. Like, it'd be dope.
0: The queen, the queen. But we get to the end of the trailer, just so we can kind of uh, move along here. And see, we can spend a whole hour and a half just talking about this, but, but we got to move forward on it. Let's see. We get, of course, Wakanda Forever. Did you guys watch the trailer of She Hulk? We don't have to go like this. I wanted this no, to be I mean, more in depth, yeah. This but this is just Arthur. more of a reaction, that, okay. yeah. Black
3: Panther had to be yeah. in depth, there's like yeah. no yeah. argument exactly. there, but but like I just find that fascinating that, that She Hulk is possibly gonna break the fourth wall. Which would is be there a, a
1: history of that? You know, that's like, what
3: I was gonna get at long before Deadpool ever did it. Mm-hmm. She Hulk in the 90s constantly broke the fourth wall, like every issue of her was like her yelling at the writer, What are you having me do? You're having me fight this guy, he's a joke why can't I fight people like my cousin fights? You know? So, so she would, it would constant, constant bit uh, where she would be like talking to the camera, doing jokes. There'd be like little winks to the audience. Um, There's a a bit where she's supposedly in the nude and she's like jump roping. But what they're doing is that they just have the motion lines of the, of the jump rope. And as soon as she puts it down, you can see she's been wearing a bikini the entire time, but it was just a joke that she was aware that the audience would see. All of these things was her being fully aware of that.
0: What do you guys think about the initial trailer, right? Like, straight up, what's your first gut reactions of it? I'll tell you mine. Off-putting. Like, for whatever reason... Are
3: you talking about CGI, or you mean the the humor? The
0: CGI with her face kind of threw me the... I don't know if it's the Uncanny Valley thing, but it just kind of threw me. I was comfortable with, with Mark in Hulk form, like, seeing some of his little facial expressions, his nuances. But with her, it just threw me, like... It's not that it's bad CGI or anything. It's just the facial animations kind of were a little bit off-putting. Uh, that wasn't in my initial reaction. But as it went on, I saw what they were going to have her do, being an attorney, you know, taking on these things. Like, okay, cool. There's a lot of humor in here. Is it Eli Roth is in it? No, right?
3: Yeah. Eli Roth is in I'll it as the, well. So I'm
0: like, oh. Like, yeah, abomination? Yeah, so abominations. I'm like, oh, shit. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Content-wise, it looks cool. Tim, so I'm excited Tim, to see Tim what they Ross. can do. Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Oh, sorry, you got know, <laughs> <Director. laughs> yeah, Roth
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually with you, Freddie. Like, normally I will defend uh, a lot of the, the CGIs, being like, we don't need it, or this, or it's, it's fine. But like, the thing is, I've seen Tatiana Maslany, who plays She-Hulk in *Orphan Black*, and she is such an yeah. amazing actress.
1: I really like her from *Orphan*. Orphan it's Black. It's
3: weird to see her in this uncanny way. It may have. Uh, I didn't like watch the hell out of
2: that first trailer, but it. it like first reaction was maybe the texturing was just yeah. off on I, uh, on that season. I like as okay. far as the the facials off. and stuff that like that didn't really bother me too much, but I just it just felt like yeah it was just it just popped out too much. So I think it was I mean, like the texturing coloring.
1: A while back, I heard that they were gonna avoid having both of them turn into the Hulk, She-Hulk, because it was gonna be too expensive to CGI both of them. Yeah, but
3: then they realize they had Disney money, and they're like, "Oh, wait, wait, what are we talking about?"
1: No, but does that mean? I mean, there's money. Only so much money goes around, right? There's a budget to stick to at the end of the day. Do you think
0: that?
3: I don't think Bruce will be in the movie a lot, or the TV show. I don't think Mm -hmm. Bruce will be in the show a lot. I mean, because they uh, gave you you the vibe, like they did stick a
0: lot of Bruce in there, a a lot lot of Bruce. Like, hey, hey, I'm I'm teaching you. Spandex is your friend, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. you gotta train. That'll be like
2: episode one and two, shit. Or just flashbacks like Boba Fett or something. Something, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know. So that's that means. She, I mean, are we, are we in for She-Hulk? At all? Are oh, we like yeah. okay, cool? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah.
2: I was yeah. I was excited about it from the first trailer. It's Just you know, I, I mean, I wasn't, I, was, I, I, won't, I wasn't uh, to to the point to where I'm like, oh fuck this shit. And she looks weird. It's like nah, It was it, it was just like all right. I'm sure it's just early on and they'll fix it. You know, um, I mean, from from the
1: trailer, from the trailer itself, and I don't know what you think, Kevin. Like, just the in the in the trailer, he she seems to be like this. Remember that commercial? Anything you can do, I can do better. type Situation <laughs> yeah, where yeah. like she just does better at everything. And I'm like, well, that seems pretty plausible. Like, she's a yeah. slender, uh, more flexible, uh, different center of mass. You know, like when when she's like uh, kind of doing like a hand, like Hulk is doing a handstand, and she just kind of like. Oh, yoga like a, show, a, yeah, you know. yoga
3: pose. Is, like, well, I don't, I think, I don't think Hulk's it. trying there. Like, I think he's trying to be like, I'm gonna go slowly to show mm-hmm. you how. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to do that. You know, wax on, wax off. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so let's move on to another announcement. We talk, we ought to watch the Dungeons and Dragons trailer. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, Kevin, before we move on to everybody's opinion on it, and why did you have me watch a trailer for. Mm-hmm damon wayans and like uh, from 2008 why why, why is this
3: re-release it for the anniversary right i think that's what they said right isn't that yeah uh, oh, i don't remember is that what they announced
0: they're gonna re-release it i
3: think nah. so now there was a drag movie back in the day that nobody watched and everybody hated yeah and it's okay and honestly i wouldn't think that much of this one either except that it's getting a lot of positive buzz you know, fans of Dungeons of Dragons are getting into it. There's a lot of like, really clear, like, oh, that is I mean, very clearly a gelatinous cube, gelatinous cube, and that is very clearly, uh, you know, a mimic and that kind of stuff. And uh, it's
0: very, because I had her, I had a friend watch it with me, and she's like, oh, that looks fun. That looks yeah, like a lot of it's fun. Looking, yeah. mm-hmm. It's very also, inviting. It's, it but lo- she won't it watch looks like
3: a movie. Well, yeah, but it doesn't look like other fantasy movies, right? No. Because like other fantasy movies are like adventure, and high, you know, this and that. Or- no, but
0: they, she can't watch Lord of the Rings. She's like, nah, I can't do that. She yeah. can't get into it. But this, she said, it looks funny. Story.
3: You know, it's a oh, funny. Okay, because can I, can I say
1: does does Chris Pine's character look very comically reliefy, like very playful?
2: It's, that, gar- it's and Guardians and of
1: the Galaxy, but high fantasy. Yeah,
2: like, it it's, reminds I me mean, of... Uh,
0: what it is.
1: I don't know if I'm wrong, but it
2: reminds I me mean, of... Look B- who's of in there.
0: Look who's part Is it. Michelle Rodriguez, right? She's, uh, yeah, she's on there, too. It reminds I me mean, of like, Val, Val
1: Kilmer I was
3: like, yeah. on she always Willow. On Willow? Yeah. Well, see, even Val Kilmer on Willow was also messing with it, but he was like one funny character in the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Mad, Mad people, Mods like, gonna, again. Like, <laughs> yeah, Matt but this seems like they're going to be more of like, like you said, Freddy, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's going to be like
0: mm, overall... Tim- Rolo said that Hashtag team team Rolo, team Rolo. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> he, um I like it because it is very welcoming, very inviting. Someone that doesn't know D&D can watch this and enjoy it. Like you said, it's Guardians of the Galaxy, fun stuff. Mm, it's, but okay. if you're a fan of D&D, oh shit, that's Gelatinous Cube. That's the dragon. That's the Horn of Ur or whatever. Yeah, like, There's different yeah. things that you're going to recognize, right? So... It it has obviously a good cast, I think, so far. And the trailer's fun. I mean, it's not worse. it's not a it's a movie you can go watch on a Saturday, eat some popcorn and enjoy it. You're not expecting well, to is, be changed by I don't, it.
1: I don't I don't know a lot about D, but is it in terms of like world world of warcraft? Like is it comparable to that in terms of
3: no, not at all? Well, no, D D is basically just like what if you took Lord of the Rings but it was entirely run by your crazy uncle? You know, that, that's, that's what the is. It's, it's just, it's just, it's your literally- own
0: dungeons, your own fun. You you decide what happens to your characters. And, but so, the story, the world in it is very high fantasy, like you said. Yeah. But I like Rolo's idea. Gary's a galaxy, high fantasy. And it looks fun. And it's, it's, yeah. Chris Pines, I guess, is, hey, man, he's a funny dude. Why not? Yeah.
2: We, we all watched it together uh, on Sunday after uh, SDCC and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, we, was like four or five of us there and and we all loved it like we're like yeah this, this looks freaking cool
0: yeah i'll definitely yeah, watch good. it hell yeah cool man so checking that one out and, and, and then uh
1: and, i mean just going back like in terms of whatever D means how long has it been around and what is this forever. gonna do no, but what is this gonna do to that franchise or whatever it is to
0: what's well, hasbro
3: by the way yeah D&D so D&D is, that
1: game- it, is it gonna hasbro. do anything you know what i mean like like, D&D's been, been a,
3: around longer than I have, and it goes through phases of yeah, popularity, sure. you know. And I, I think I'm the oldest one in this room. Uh, it, it's it's uh, been around longer than I have, and it has phases. Nobody said popular. no. <laughs> yeah, nobody said no. It, 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 sometimes it's really popular. Sometimes people forget about it, but it's always uh-huh. going to come back. Uh, and oh, honestly, no, it's people play it constantly. So it's, it's uh, going to be
0: the like I say Hasbro because they also own Magic the Gathering. And they're making a Magic the Gathering movie as well. Like they're really pushing out the board games and the Transformers and all that. Like that's the same thing. But, but
3: they're, they're taking it, it serious at least. Well, hold on. Here's the thing about what you were asking about: if it's going to do for its popularity, I want you to think about Iron Man when it first came out.
1: Yeah. Do you think
3: most of the people who watched Iron Man read comics? No, no. So I no, guarantee no. you, people that play D anD D, if it doesn't look really stupid, they'll go watch it like they didn't watch the Damon Wayne one because it did look stupid oh
1: uh, for example, I mean you got Lord of but the Rings also bringing up the theater, right that's the question. you also have Lord of the Rings coming out and then you also have um um h b o um
3: oh the dragons yeah yeah they yeah. got they have a prequel oh, to Game of Thrones Game okay. of
1: Thrones so is that in competition with that too you know, know. Not, not at all
3: I, I would say yes to the Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings because they're both the same kind of audience the the, the okay Hardcore, serious, high fantasy. We mean it. There may be some humor in it, and there may be some sex or whatever, but we mean that it's serious. Whereas mm-hmm. this is more like it's dragons and it's fun. You know, that's the whole point. You know, so okay, it's Summer dragons and it's dungeons, yeah. Dungeons
0: and it's dragons and cubes. So also, we watched the Shazam trailer.
3: Shazam, too. Yeah. So oh, thoughts on
0: Shazam, guys?
3: Kevin, I loved the first movie. I, I, I am, you know, I'm a bigger Marvel guy than a DC guy. You know, no hiding that, but. Uh, Shazam, Captain Marvel, one of my favorite characters uh, from DC. Uh, And the first movie really captured a lot of that fun and I'm super excited for the second one. It looks like more of the same fun. Uh, My only hesitation is that the post credit in the first movie hinted at one of the sillier bad guys of uh, Shazam being the main bad guy for this one, uh, Mr. Mind. And and Mr. Mind's biggest story is that he brings in a bunch of silly bad guys, the, the monster society of evil to fight Shazam. And instead, we're having a more serious Shazam versus like Thor level gods, which you
1: know, still so, cool. So let me ask: So is Shazam the more light-hearted superhero within DC as opposed to yeah. like yeah. like I don't feel like I can, I don't feel like I can go with my daughter, three-year-old daughter, to go watch a DC, but I can go watch DC. I mean MCU with my daughter, which I just did with uh, Love and that's, Thunder.
3: That's the funny yeah. thing: is it, the first Shazam movie. All of the humor is definitely appropriate for kids.
1: Yeah.
3: However, it does have really scary demons eating the faces off of people. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. This like, <laughs> that, like, you're I'm you're literally. What like,
0: like, <laughs> if a little
3: kid became a superhero? Oh, and also they're going to eat people on screen in front of you. What? You it know? was
0: cold blooded to what they did to fucking um, the, the, the villain. And think about it you'd snatch him from the car. You give him all this and you throw his ass back and abandon him like fuck you, kid. And it's like, oh yeah, shit. Like absolutely. for the rest of his life, he's traumatized chasing this. You couldn't wipe his brain and just leave him back like you took a nap. It's kind of fucked up. But my opinion,
3: Shazam yeah. like looks, looks fun.
0: Looks fun. Yeah, the whole family's there. Everybody's doing their thing. I think I mean I love the the I love the I love the energy behind it. I'm ready mm-hmm. for it. And plus they always it was kind of at the end of the first one, remember, which we'll talk about here hinted at Black Adam. Oh, there's this throne, this extra throne that's sitting here.
3: And then Black Adam has a new movie. Are they going to cross over now or later? Are they waiting till Shazam 3 to cross over? I don't know.
0: Yeah. So Barolo, what do you think about the Shazam trailer?
2: Yeah, same thing, man. It was was super fun. Uh, I actually just recently finally watched uh, the first Shazam about, (laughs) I don't know, a month ago or something. Um, and I loved it. You know, I I had watched like maybe half of it like three times, um, <laughs> but I finally finished it. Um, but yeah, like Kevin said, it's look, it looks half. like more of the same, and that's perfectly all right with me because th- that movie was dope.
0: It's fanboys yeah. getting powers, and it's like just yeah. fun.
2: Like man, it's man, just you know? fun stuff, man. Yeah, and and I think I guess the older that I'm getting, I can appreciate more like the stuff that the whole family can can enjoy. Because um, as much as I I don't want to say as much as I like, but as much as I could appreciate it for what it was, like the Snyder stuff, um, like, yeah, I don't want to sit around and watch those movies with my nieces and nephews, like several times, you know, but uh, this, this I could get behind, you know, eating
1: people's faces and all. And that's yeah. going, that's kind of just going with whatever, like a lot of stuff is co- is being streamed nowadays, right? Because if mm-hmm. you're watching it at home, you're for sure watching it with your kids, right?
0: It mm-hmm. seems like most of the time. Uh, what about you, Walter? What do you think about the trailer?
1: I liked it. Like I said, kid friendly. Um, I'm I'm mostly interested in like the rock finally as a fucking superhero. It's about time. He's all fucking, right. He, he has let's talk body. about
0: Black Adam. Fuck he, it, has like, the,
1: he, he has the body for it. Like what the fuck? Like, does anybody else, besides Superman, Henry Car, Car-, Car- What's his name? Uh, Carville, Henry Besides him huh. having it's my like, superman. Yeah, like it, like well, you got Thor too. You got some motherfuckers with dope. Thor ass is a body. fucking action figure. All right, but
3: here's the thing you know, about The Rock. Yes. I kind of yeah. wish he played Shazam. Look, mm-hmm. he looks like, if you look at a picture in the it comics, of, the of neck. Black Adam, it's the neck, right? Like Adam, right? No, no. Like The Rock looks like Black Adam. Don't get me wrong. But personality yeah. wise, I could see The Rock being a 10 year old in an adult body.
2: That would have been yeah. interesting yeah. as hell.
3: That's why it right? should have
0: been, no, it should have been Kevin Hart was the kid and he screwed Shazam <laughs> and turned into The Rock.
1: Well, you we can do, we still got he, we can do He Man, maybe. I would, uh, I would have,
2: I would have <laughs> loved to be in the room, like, if The Rock would have pitched that to Kevin Hart. So you're going to play the little boy.
0: <laughs> I'm going to play the adult. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. How exactly, how Benjamin Button, him, right?
3: But it's based on a
0: on a kid. Yeah. You know, I mean, the 14 well, like that, year old that played, uh, what's his name? Shazam looks fucking grown now. You well, know, like that Wayne uh,
3: Brothers movie where, cool. yeah, they should have, they should have cast younger. Um, but but on the on the Black Adam movie, I'm super excited about the Justice Society. Like you got Doctor Fate, you got Hawkman. It looks really good. Like I I, I kind of wish it was set in World War II since all those guys are there. But either way, it looks good. It looks really good.
0: Rollo what do you think, man? Black Adam. What are your thoughts? The Rock, all that.
2: I'm uh I'm excited for it, but not overly excited. It looks it looks badass, but um it but yeah, it's
3: just what's that. What would it take for them to put like in a new trailer for you to be like, Oh, I have to see that right now? Oh, oh Thanos, Thanos,
2: yeah. <laughs> <David Anderson>. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos and Freddy Krueger, and
3: oh, yeah, making You thought in game, yes,
0: <laughs> no. I want the South Park Imagination and Imagination Land episode. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much yeah. the only yeah. way, right? Yeah, yeah, Out if, if Toretto showed up and Jason Statham showed up, <laughs> that that would make it fine, right? That's yeah. it. Can That's That's
1: I ask you guys since. Y'all obviously know more between DC and MCU, does MCU obviously has their course, right? That they're kind of it seems like they have a true north. DC, what what are they doing? Like, what are DC, they going?
3: DC said a while back that that they were not going to be overly pushing the DC universe and then just doing whatever they, they feel was right at the time, which is why you have the Joker movie that doesn't fit in the timeline and mm-hmm. the Batman movie that doesn't fit in the timeline. But I'm really hoping, you know, if I was DC, I would be planning for maybe 2025 having or or later probably at this point. Uh Crisis on Infinite Earths the movie that would have all of these Oh movies. yeah. Then you could have every person who played Superman, every person who played Batman, almost every person who played the Flash. Uh you could have them all together in one movie and that'd be really great. Like it'd be really great to have. But, you know, they're not they're not do you need to
1: now. do you need to build up for something like that? You can't just show yeah. up and put everybody on a screen, right?
3: If you want proof, look at Batman v Superman. I mean, obviously yeah. it wasn't a great movie, but like yeah. their plan was to go from zero to sixty to a hundred in three movies, and it didn't work, you know. No, it didn't.
0: You need to you need to lay the groundwork for that, you know. In DC. I still hold out that they're going to surprise me like with uh, Flash. I'm hoping Flash is probably going to be pretty good, man. I mean, let's be real. If they really give Flash the attention that they give the animated movies for Flash, like that character alone, man, like is one of the most tortured fucking souls in comic books. You know, when I'm it very, comes to the fact.
1: and very lighthearted, too, but at the same time. I mean,
0: lighthearted, but tortured like they have to yeah. like he's the only one that remembers shit went bad and he comes back and he forgets everything. Like, how many times has he re- reset the world and he's the only one that remembers all the tragedy and no one might remember it? It's like, the, how they fuck with time with the Flash, it's just, it's done right. And so I'm hoping that does translate over into the live action. And I know a the actor aside, if the story in the movie does what it's supposed to do and the guy can deliver, I hope that it, it drives it forward. You know, we'll see what happens with DC. Marvel's just kind of right now just, just making it happen, man. Yeah. You know, right and so,
2: top of it. but They're like if it ain't broke, don't break it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Seriously, man. No, But guys, you know, I've had a blast tonight. You know, we kind of held out a little longer, and Roland wants to go home. He's been at work all day. <laughs> but um, uh, first and foremost, man, just uh, Roland, thanks for coming on. i coming on. I know it kind of put you out there late, but I appreciate you, man. I know that. Know that the primos here and us on the show support you, Oscar, of course, Chispa, and everybody, and right. I, I mean it, man, I'm happy for you guys, the bottom of my heart, like, I'm so happy Thanks. that you guys, I feel like, like, uh I know you guys, you're our family to us, and just know that we support you guys, and just, primos out there, go check them out, man, at Five Meats, go look at Chispa, and of course, Scout Comics, they have tons of cool stuff, uh, not just uh, Match One and Grifty, but of course, check out, you know, Five Meats, cool. And their work on their social media as well. Keep an eye out for new stuff. I know that they're always working on something, you know. And so Chispa, just,
3: they're yeah. going the, uh, and Grifty is the first of many comics that Chispa's got planned down the road. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah,
2: support, uh, support Chispa, uh, support Scout Comics because they're they're doing it, man. They're they're taking chances. They're branching. They're branching out. Um, they're man. They're 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 putting mo- their their money where their mouth is, um, and yeah. So we're we're super thank- uh, super thankful for that. Uh, that they're helping us get this off the ground and speaking of that um uh, man you guys have been supporting us for a really long time uh you guys were there for that fateful night that conversation mm-hmm. that that chispa that kind of helped to kind of get the idea Sparks? of chispa going the yeah. idea so what you're
3: yeah, saying so, is you you um, owe freddie some of that chispa cash <laughs> right that that um, hey man yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All I need to know is, is that, I mean, Walter talked about that, and we also kind of hinted at it. He said, like, oh, you guys make shit. You're fine. But I feel like, man, we were in a place we weren't supposed to be, but grateful we were. Yeah. You know, were the and flies you know, on the wall. We brought the that, yeah. bottle, That's it. Right. that's why we are there. I know then- the tequila or the bourbon helped, <laughs> and- but it was great to see that happen. The passion that you had and Oscar had that night of like, hey, we're, this is our shot. Yeah. And you took it, and it became something, which I'm happy about. Yeah, we were there. And then we clicked up there and kind of grew from there. You know, we 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 knew you guys had something, man. You know, and um, I'm glad that you're you're doing it. It's finally happening. You got to go to San Diego. Uh, you had a panel. S-
3: put the nine five six on the map. Yeah. Oh yeah. Put the nine
1: five six aob. Yeah. <laughs> all, all, all I'm gonna say is uh, I'm proud of you guys. And um, I, 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 you know, you you said it. Uh, your boy has said it. Um, they're. She's supposed taking a chance. They're not taking a chance if it's calculated. They yeah. know what they're doing.
2: Calculated so, risk. Yeah. You know, you yeah, pick yeah, the, right, the, the
1: right guys, come. man. And and one,
2: one of the things that, that I did tell Oscar, man, is, uh, you know, I'm really glad that we've had, like, just confidence throughout this thing. You know, there's times, of course, that you get low and, and all that stuff. And we definitely went through a period of that. But um, but man, in order to, to survive in this thing, you have to have confidence, man. And, and we wouldn't have that if it wasn't for guys like you, you know, and, and Kevin too, man, uh, the Texas cons, like whether it's in Brownsville or in Austin, like I see this dude, um, he's one of the last, dude. One, yeah, well, I, think it, Chim- last, I Chim- think it was the last, I think Chim- it was the last one. The last one that I did <laughs> was, uh, American yeah. and I walked into like, I guess it was like the green room area. And he's like, Hey, five minutes. And I'm like, Holy shit. It's this dude again, you know, and <laughs> like, who are and, you? And it, I, would, and I, and and I disappear was do everywhere, and I was and I was super happy, man. And and that's one of the things that I was talking about earlier that it was just so amazing to see, like like the the folks there at SDCC this past week, uh, people that have been you know grinding along with us, man, and like Omar comics, Doctor Teresa Teresa Rojas, um, you know, Jay Gonzo too, um, and uh, and and Tim Tim Fielder, you know, we um, um, oh, yeah. just we just recently met him and he was out there doing his thing with Jeff freaking Smith, you yeah, know, and and home uh, creator. Yeah, yeah, and and so just Jim all these all these great people that that we've met that you know we just kind of converged on this thing and that's when it really like hit me like like what we're doing here it's like it's about community like that's what it's always been about you know it's about supporting each other supporting comics and just not trying your best not to compromise you know what you have inside your heart you know cuz cuz yeah you got to approach this thing you know with with full passion um but yeah it's just it's just really really great uh experience um, and again, thank you guys for your, for your support. And, uh, and for a lot of the folks that, you know, that listen to the podcast too, um, a lot of the same peers that we have, man, like thank, thank you all for your support.
0: For sure, man. I know that goes out to everybody and it's always, uh, it's, it's great to hear that guys, you know, but we'll wrap here for tonight. Primo's of course, thank you for listening. Make sure you tune in next week. You can see some of uh, Kevin's ranting, hopefully here soon on our TikTok. We got some th- some new things in the work. So hopefully we start being a little more active online. Yeah. But remember guys, just follow at 5 Meats. Check out all their stuff at Scout Comics as well. And Chispa at KevinGarcia.com. And check out at Monomythic.com as well. And you know, primos, we appreciate you. Take care of each other. Adios.